Thanks for listening to Faith Worth Following podcast channel with evangelist Stacy Bonet. To stay connected, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or connect with us online at faithworthfollowing.com. May your faith increase by today's message. Hello, everybody. My name is Stacey Bonet. I'm excited that you're joining with us today on this Faith Worth Following podcast. Today, we are going to continue with My Life Follows My Words. This is part three. Um, I'm not sure how long this is going to go, but I know it's going to encourage you. It's going to build faith. So if you know somebody that could use this message, feel free to share it. I'd appreciate that. Um, I am an evangelist. I'm excited about the word of God that he has put in my heart. I know uh, our confession means everything. And so um, we got to get our mouths right. We got to get our mouths in line with God's word. And so this podcast is going to continue with my personal confession. If you'd like to download this confession, you can do so on my website, faithworthfollowing.com. You can go to the media tab and you can download my personal confession. I use this a lot when we go on the mission field, when we take teams. Sometimes I don't know who I'm with, who I'm taking. I'm not not sure where their faith is, but I want to make sure that they're talking the same language I'm talking because I don't um, live in defeat. I'm not going to die early. I don't expect turmoil or tragedy my way. And so I want to put faith in the, the hearts that are with me. And so I use this a lot when I go, when I travel. And so again, if you'd like to download this, it's a powerful tool that was handed to me back over probably 11 years ago from a good friend of mine. And so Um, I I encourage you, grab a hold of God's word and put it on your heart and in your mouth. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to talk today about the next section I'm going to go over. I'm just going to quote a few of these that I've already discussed with you. So it starts off by saying, I set the course of my life today with my words. I declare that I will not be defeated, discouraged, depressed, or disappointed today. I exercise my authority today with my words, and I decree a thing And it is so greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in me. God is on my side today and therefore I cannot be defeated. So I want to stop there and really focus today on greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. God is on my side today, and therefore I cannot be defeated. Amen. Amen. Well, um, diving right into this, you know, I want to encourage you and remind you and build your faith that first off, this is the word of God. When we confess the word of God, we are lining up with what God says about us, the way he created us, the way he created us and formed us in his fashion. You guys know the word, um, starting from Genesis, when God formed man, he made us in his image and likeness. That was his intended purpose for us was to live with access to all the fullness of God, to be able to eat from the tree of life. You can go back and study in Genesis chapter one through three and see that even Adam and Eve, if after they sinned, if they would have continued to eat from that tree of life, they could have lived. They could have lived forever. That's why God had to put a guardian there in front of it. And so I want to encourage you, 
eat from the tree of life. The tree of life is the word of God. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and all things were created through him. Jesus Christ. Jesus is the word. And I know that if you will grab a hold of this revelation of the word of God, that it's not a story, it's not words written down on a paper that will just encourage you and give you an uplifting message when you need it, but it is truly living bread. It is life to your bones, it is health to your body, it is medicine. It is the strength you need on a daily basis. And if you'll get the word of God in your heart, the Bible says if we hide God's word in our heart, we will not sin. We will not miss the mark. We will not miss the intended purpose that God had for us from the beginning. We will not be sick. We will not be in distress or discomfort. We will not be in debt. This word of life is transforming our lives. It's transforming mine. It's transforming it daily. And so I want to encourage you, if you'll grab a hold of the word of God, this very thing, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And we're going to take a look at that because as you grab a hold of this, you're going to understand, you know, one of the first scriptures that comes to mind is Galatians 2.20 and 2 Corinthians 5.17. Both of those verses, you can jot them down if you're taking notes. I'd encourage you, you know, get this message in your heart. You have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer that you who live, but it's Christ that lives in you. Think about that. You got to get to the understanding that you truly can live out this life the way God intended you to live. You know, the, the way that he intended Christ to be born on this earth, to live a life, you know, uh, never missing the mark, never sinning, always trusting the father, always going to him, using what the father gave him through the word of God, through the the prophecies of old through the power of the holy the power of the holy spirit you know we know that when jesus was baptized the spirit of god hovered upon him came upon him and he from that point on was led by the spirit of god he uh, was anointed how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the power of the holy spirit to do what to go heal every kind of sickness and disease listen That same spirit that was in Christ Jesus, that came upon him in the baptism water, that filled him, that led him, that ministered to him, even in his weakest moments, that empowered him to heal the sick and deliver the oppressed, that same spirit is alive in you. That is what the Bible says. You know, this is the promise that we have had. This is the, when, when Jesus Christ broke the curse off of our lives, what curse? The curse from the beginning in the garden, when Adam and Eve chose to sin and lay down the life that God intended, that curse was broken when Jesus Christ died. He was buried and he was resurrected. That curse was broken. And you can read that in Galatians 3.13. You can read and it says that this curse is broken. And now we can have the life that God intended every single person to have. That we can have the promise of the Holy Spirit. That we can have the promise of walking in the same manner as Jesus Christ walked in. This is the promise we have. And so if greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. If you have been crucified with Christ. 
if you are a new creature and old things are passed away, there has to come a point in your life where you actually believe the word that is spoken over you. That's the difference of someone being religious and thinking that Jesus, you know, he is, 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 um, someone who we admire, someone who we worship, someone who we owe our lives to, but yet we're not supposed to live like him. You know, that that's completely religious. The whole point of him coming to this earth was not just to make a way of salvation to live in heaven. It was truly to model, to be the example, to say, listen, if you will follow me, if you will lay down your life and your desires and your ways, what you think your old life, listen, that's what Galatians 2.20 is talking about. That's what 2 Corinthians 5.17 is talking about. If you choose to die to your old self and take on the ways of Christ, your whole life will be transformed, transformed. I'm talking about Never to go back to the old way of thinking. And this is the power of our confession. When you begin to confess God's word, what God says about you, what Jesus Christ said about you, what the disciples and the apostles who took time to write these words down in the Bible because it was inspired by God. We know that all scripture was given by God, inspired by God breathed. So that we are profitable. We can take instruction. We can be complete in every work of service that he's called us to do. This is the word of God for us. So we've got to understand that this word was meant to transform our entire thinking. And this is why you got to confess it. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. God is on my side today. Like I cannot be defeated. I cannot be distressed. I'm not going to live depressed or in debt or in discontentment because of the situations around me. Why? Because the same power that raised Jesus from every situation, the same Holy Spirit that led him through the wilderness and he was able to say no to every temptation He never failed God. He never turned his back on God. He never doubted or, 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 um, didn't believe God. He put his full trust in the Lord. Guess what? The same spirit that allowed him to do that lives in you. That that's it. You know, were we born out of a sinful nature? Yes. But guess what? The Bible says that we have been born again. What does that mean? We have been given a chance to live our life as Jesus has lived our life. Perfecting holiness, perfecting sanctification, realizing that I don't have to miss the mark. I can live the rest of my days. I will never be born like Jesus in a perfect seed. No one, no one can ever be born from their mother's womb. Perfect. Like Jesus was born. However, we can be born again. And now the Bible says that that spirit is alive in us. The same spirit that hovered over Mary and she became pregnant as a virgin. That same spirit did the same work in us. It might not have been at birth, but it was when we acknowledge Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. That same spirit came alive in us. So you've got to break off the mentality 
that you're you can just live how you want, talk how you want, um, live this life on your own with your own decisions, your own thinking. No, this word that the Lord declared Jesus Christ, the same spirit that lived in him now lives in you. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to respond? Because there's there's no room for just staying immature and saying everything that you feel and not realizing you're accountable to those things that you say. You know, there, there are scriptures. I'm not going to take the time today, but, you know, every idle word that comes out of our mouth after we meet Jesus Christ and we allow the spirit of God to begin to work in us, we're going to give an account for it. We're going to have to to give an account for our life, for what we what we've done in this body, both good and bad. And I'm just determined that if the greater one lives in me, I can get over myself. I can die to myself. I do not have to live selfish. I don't have to live um, prideful. I don't have to live self-seeking. I don't have to chase money. I don't have to go and figure out how I'm going to live and what am I? No, because the Bible is very clear that if I will put priority on the kingdom of God, everything will be given to me. That is what I'm talking about, that the same spirit that lived in Jesus Christ lives in you. The same spirit that raised him from the dead is living in you. This is why you can live victorious. But what are you saying out of your mouth? What are you confessing? What are you declaring? There's scripture after scripture after scripture that talks about overcoming the world, being your victory, knowing that the Holy Spirit has empowered you. It is a gift from Jesus Christ, from God. Jesus Christ began to speak about it right before he left. Listen, if I don't go, the greater one cannot come and do the work that he needs to do in your life to be able to do what? To live just like Jesus did on this earth. You know, you can take a look at, at the scriptures in Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10. All those scriptures talk about Jesus gave the power and authority to his disciples to do the same thing he did. Well, that power and authority did not lift. It ain't. It didn't go anywhere different. Actually, in John 17, when he was praying to his father, he declared even to his own father while praying, God, every disciple that has experienced me on a personal level and all those who are to come and all those in the future that will believe in me. I'm praying that you will bring glory on this earth through them. That their lives would count for as much as mine did. That just as I was sanctified by your word, you are going to sanctify them by your word. That work of the Holy Ghost has not stopped today. It is still moving in your life. And you have the power and authority in your life to trample on any situation to, to look at the mountains, to move them. But what are you saying? Where are you getting your strength? Where are you getting your answers? What, who are you looking to, to, to grab a hold of, oh, okay, well, well, what did you do in this situation? Well, what, what happened with you? Well, what, what can I do? Listen, no matter what other people say, think, their opinions are you have the answer because the greater one lives in you and you've got to decide today do I believe it am I going to line up with it 
Is this something that I can truly lock my faith to? You've got to mix faith with this word and you've got to believe it. You got to believe this is me. This is who God was talking about. He, he was talking about me. This is me. I'm this person. Let's turn to first John chapter four, four. I know I've been uh, quoting a lot of scriptures. You can go back and maybe look at some of those, maybe some of the, the, the scriptures I quoted. I might not have said that scripture, but you know what? You can look it up, write it down. Why? Because this is what created my confession. You know, this is just something I, I use, but you can write your own. You can begin to get the promises of God on paper and begin to quote them and say them because you are going to hear yourself say them. And guess what? Faith comes by hearing. And the more you say it, the more you're going to realize God's word is alive and it's true. And that same word is living in me. Why would I not want to believe it? Why would I want to take religious doctrine, dead doctrine that just wants me to constantly repent and constantly check myself when I can walk in newness of life every day and and stop worrying about the elementary things of the gospel and move into what God has called me to do, which is to preach the gospel with anointing, with power, with boldness, to lay hands on the sick, to see them recover to see the the demonic forces in people's lives break off of them this is what you have been called to do and we've got to move past just this elementary thinking that we are just these sinners that we have no power that God is is the one we're waiting on we're waiting for God to heal people we're waiting for God to deliver people we're waiting for these things to happen listen the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in you what else do you need to know other than that cuz i'm telling you Jesus only took 33 of years of his life man i'm looking at my life and i'm 43 and i'm just thinking wow, I, I should be living even more victorious than I am right now based on the word of God that I've had at my disposal my entire life. The word, faith, the messages, the power of the Holy Ghost, the message of Jesus. He took 33 years to fulfill every single detail of his life that he needed to fulfill. And wow, look how it changed the world the impact he didn't have social media he didn't have radio he didn't have um this large network he started with one he started realizing the spirit of the lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor to reach out to those in captivity to to heal the sick to see sight being recovered to the blind. He found his purpose. And I'm telling you today, finding your purpose in the word of God starts with knowing who you are in Christ, that the greater one lives inside of you. You don't need anything else. You have the word, you have the power of the Holy Ghost. You have a new life, a new spirit. All you need to do is renew your mind and believe it. Believe this word and know that you are who exactly God says you are. Amen. First John 4, 4 says, hallelujah, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over these people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Grab a hold of that today. 
Grab a hold of what this is saying to you. You have the same power of Jesus Christ living inside of you. Think about that. How does that change your tomorrow? How does that change the way you look at situations? How does that change the way that you constantly need um, other people around you to pray for situations that, guess what? You have the power to overcome that situation. You know, this has got to charge your faith that you have what it takes. I'm no different. You know, I've said this many times on my my podcast before. I am not any more special than you are. You know, wherever you are, if you're not called into the ministry, if you are a, a wife, a mom, a father, um, you know, your coworker, your stay at home mom, what, whatever your position is, whatever your God is needing you to fulfill your purpose in that moment to affect the people around you, to impact people around you, to speak to the situations around you. You have that authority in your life. Stop worrying. Stop feeling like you need something else. You need, um, you need pastor to pray for you. Listen, I get it. You know, there's situations where we have the prayer of agreement. We go to people that we can trust and say, listen, I need you to help me be accountable. We're going to lift this up in prayer. There's times for corporate prayer. There's times when we come together and we fast and we seek the Lord in a direction and he hears us and he heals us. You know, I know all those scriptures I'm talking about in your everyday life. When situations come up, you have got to take authority over those situations and not allow everything to defeat you not everything to allow everything to come and steal the word of God that is the the message that that I am getting out to you today is stop allowing the enemy to steal the word of God what word the word that says greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world this is this is you This is who Jesus was thinking about. This is who God was thinking about when he wrote this. He was thinking about the situation you're in right now. He was thinking about the the stress or the, the sickness that is trying to continue to bombard you and take over your life. You have the power and authority to tell that sickness to go back to hell where it came from. That is the authority inside of you. Jesus went around healing all who were sick and oppressed all all you know the only reason why he couldn't do something was because of unbelief but i believe that you who are listening today you believe god's word you believe in the power of the holy ghost you believe in the healing power that comes with the, the same holy spirit that raised jesus from the dead here's the thing if you'll grab a hold of faith And mix it with this word and begin to confess it. You take this confession and you begin to declare it over your life. You're going to see things happen. You're going to see things break off. You're going to see healing manifest in your body. Why? Because it is the word of God and it's living and it's active. And it will accomplish everything we send it for to accomplish. Listen, don't doubt. Don't think about, well, what if this? And I I know this person did this and they believed and they stood. And listen, you are you and if you grab a hold of God's word and you mix it with faith you can have everything that this word says you can have why because it's the word of God and that's what Jesus said and I'm just going to believe what he said you know why it's red letters it came from his mouth 
It came from his authority. And if I have been crucified with Christ and I don't live any longer in my flesh, according to my flesh, but I live by the spirit of God, then the same spirit that raised him from the dead is going to give life to my mortal body. It's going to give me answers that I didn't know. It's going to give me revelation that I need in different moments of my life. Why? Because that is what God has called us to be our intended purpose. We depend on him. The spirit of God guides us, leads us, and we never have lack of nothing. Listen, I love you today, and I know this is a strong word, but I would not preach it if I didn't believe it and see it happening in my own life and the lives of those around me that mix faith with the word of God. I love you today, and I want you to get this. I want you to grab a hold of it. I want you to share this with someone who is lacking in this arena of faith and confession. Because if we can get this mentality off of us that, oh, it's just the Bible, it's just words, that's not really what he meant. You you know, we don't have that same power. We're sinners. We're filthy. Listen, I was a sinner and I needed a savior and God demonstrated his love to me and he broke the curse of sin, poverty, sickness and death off my life. And I no longer walk in that. I no longer walk under that curse. Why? Because that is what God says. And you can do the same. Let me pray for you today. Father, I just declare today that their minds will be transformed by the word of God. I thank you, Father, that this word is being engrafted in their hearts, that it is not from an a corruptible seed, but it is an incorruptible seed. I thank you that that seed is going to produce a harvest in their life. I declare today, God, that every assignment in, in their life that was meant for harm. I thank you that you right now by the spirit of God has given them the power to look at that situation and speak to those assignments to cause them to be cursed and die and die at the root, dry up at the root, whether it's a sickness, whether it's a financial situation, whether it's a relationship, a marriage. I thank you that your word is life and we speak life to every dead, dry place in our lives in Jesus name. And we say, Say live, you shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. We thank you today for your word. It is alive in us and we will give you glory. Our lives will give you glory, God. Our lives will give you glory in everything we do because we are all fully supplied. We are healthy and whole. We do not live by the flesh, but live by your spirit. So we thank you today for victory in Jesus mighty name. Well, I love you today. I hope this blessed you. I hope it charged your faith. I again, encourage you to share it with friends, share it with family members. Um, Every time you share it, this message will go to people who are living in doubt, fear, and unbelief, and faith will begin to rise in their hearts. So do us a favor and share that. I love you guys, and I'll see you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Bonet, and I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. If you'd like to stand with me and taking this gospel message to the world, go to faithworkfollowing.com and click on Give Now to become one of our monthly partners. I'd love to send you a gift just to say thanks for helping us. Until next time, go make disciples, heal the sick, and preach Jesus to the ends of the earth.